Welcome to HII Talking Points, a Huntington Ingalls Industries podcast. Twice a quarter, we'll sit down with HII leaders to discuss topics of interest in our company and industry. My name is Phoebe Richards, and today I'm talking with Chris Kastner about his role as HII's Chief Financial Officer and Executive Vice President of Business Management. Chris, welcome to Talking Points. Thanks for joining. Thanks, Phoebe. So you've served as CFO for three years now, correct? I have. So during this time, the company has seen expansion and new contracts, and now we're looking to further transform the business as we move forward. I'd like to talk about your role as CFO and Head of Business Management and how you contribute to this movement. So let's get started. So first off, what do you do as CFO? Tell us about your organization and what it brings to the table. Well, great, great question, Phoebe. Uh, CFO, you're essentially responsible for the finances of the organization. Uh, That uh, coupled with a strategy that I'm responsible for as well in helping Mike guide HI's strategy and then even some other interesting things like cyber, cybersecurity that also reports up through me. So I've got a very large organization that takes care of a lot of that work, but at the end of the day, I sign the financials for the corporation. So how do you work with Mr. Patters and the rest of the senior executive team to direct the business strategy? Yeah, so direct the business strategy, that's, a, that's an interesting question. Um, what you need to understand about HII is our strategy is very long-term. And we look through all of our important decisions through the lens of what's good for the customer, the employees, um, and the nation on a long-term basis. So every decision we make consistent with our strategy is for the long-term health of the business. So in this role, what challenges do you face? Geez, biggest challenge for me is not really internal. It's, it's mostly external in getting our message across. Uh, to the various constituents that we have, uh, uh, shareholders, analysts, and getting them to understand that, that we're really a long-term business. It takes you know, five to seven years to build all of our products, uh, and so that we're never, really never going to make short-term uh, decisions um, for the benefit of short-term financial measures. We're always going to make long-term decisions. So what kind of value does HII create for these shareholders, employees, customers, uh, communities? Yeah, it's an amazing amount of stability, right? We have generational shipbuilders. Uh, we have people with fathers and grandfathers and mothers and grandmothers that have worked here. Um, so when you think about long-term value and long-term stability, um, that's what we bring to all our constituents, customers, employees, and shareholders. How do you hope to transform HII through business management? Yeah, business management is interesting and, and somewhat boring, I guess, from a transformation standpoint. But we have some incredible, uh, young, energetic people that are looking to transform our business management function. And for us, it's transparency, it's agility, and it's quickness um, and getting stuff done uh, on a more efficient basis. So we're implementing a new accounting system this year which will be consistent with the Newport News and Ingalls accounting system, which will make everybody's job a lot easier um, and a lot more transparent, a lot more agile. Um, And I think it's consistent with Scott's um, goals uh, for transformation to be uh, really a cultural phenomenon, a grassroots phenomenon, not something that comes from the top down. So in your opinion, what makes HII different from other companies? Like I said before, Phoebe, it's all about our long-term perspective. 
right? We just signed a two, two aircraft carrier contract. That second ship will be delivered in 2032. And it's, it's just no other company has the assets that we have and the long-term nature um, of, our, of uh, our strategy. Um, when you walk down the halls of Ingalls or Newport News and you see the pictures of the, the legacy ships um, and the legacy people that have been involved in them, you can't help but get goosebumps. Um, so it's, it's, that's what's special um, about our value proposition. And that's somewhat different than what investors typically hear from other companies? Yeah, so we don't give guidance, right? And financial guidance is what you're going to do the next quarter, the next year. We just don't do that because we don't want people focused on the next quarter, the next year. We want people focused on the next five years and the next 10 years. So switching gears a little bit, have you always wanted to be a CFO? Not really. It just kind of evolved, right? Uh, it's, I've always kind of wanted to do... Um, high impact, important things. And it just, uh, my background, I have an MBA from Pepperdine. Um, so I kind of got it always. I could connect the dots financially. Um, but it just evolved. I just got more important assignments. Um, and the next opportunity was, uh, led me to this, the CFO path. Um, I had a really good mentor in Barb Nyland, the ex-CFO. Um, and, and she believed in me and Mike believed in me. Um, so it was just a natural progression. And you've been at both Newport News and Ingalls in the past, I have, correct? I have. I have. You know, Ingalls, a uh, really special place in my heart because um, I was there two weeks after Katrina, right? Wow. I, uh, I spent the night on the ex-CFO's couch, um, it was, and the, the amount of um, uh, loyalty that the people down at Ingalls have to their shipyard um, and the amount of community they have down there to get that shipyard back up and running um, and become really a... I could say this at the time, the, the greatest shipyard in America at the time. Um, I really think they've gotten it back and up and running to um, over the last few years being an amazing place. So 2018 year on earnings came out recently. Uh, what were your you know, key takeaways for our listeners? Well, we grew, definitely. Uh, we grew at about 10% from the previous year. I would characterize 2018 as solid, right? Not blown out of the park, uh, but not disappointing either. And 2018 and 2019 are definitely years of transition within the organization, really at both shipyards. We're getting a number of ships under contract. Uh, our backlog will significantly increase, potentially double over uh, through uh, from 18 to 19. Um, so we have an amazing opportunity to execute within shipbuilding um, if we can execute these new contracts consistent with the budgets that we've established for them. I think we have very fair contracts. We have every opportunity uh, to do very well. I'd also like to talk about TS a little bit. We just closed on a deal for G2, which is a, a really interesting company in the cyber and intel space. And we signed a contract or signed a purchase agreement with Fulcrum, uh, which is an also a cyber and intel company. So Andy's portfolio is really being rounded out. And that could be between $1.2 and $1.3 billion this year. And there, the investments that we have established uh, within unmanned, uh, within the DOE space are really paying off. Uh, they've won some very interesting uh, contracts um, in the DOE space, and they transitioned into those contracts. So I really have high hopes for TS as we move into 19 and, and into the out years. So all in all, 18 was a pretty solid year. Uh, and 19 is also a year transition to these new contracts. But I think we're really kind of hitting on all cylinders. Now it's all up to us to execute. Nice. 
So what, um, what are some of the most rewarding parts of your job as CFO? Well, I get to talk about the company externally, right? I get to represent HII to shareholders, to analysts, even to media from time to time. Um, and then whenever I can do that and convey how special this place is, it's always, it's always a wonderful opportunity. So this last question is a little different. Uh, what's important to you outside of work? I actually have my youngest son, Brendan, is uh, going to college this year. So he, as well as my daughter, Natalie, who's at University of Michigan, I'm going to have no kids at the house uh, starting in August. So we're trying to figure that out. I guess I'll become a little bit better at golfer. Uh, uh, but I am also in a couple of nonprofits, uh, EVMS, the Eastern Virginia Medical School in Norfolk, and then WHRO, which is a public media station in Norfolk. So we're still trying to figure that out, but I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll get some other interest to take the place of chasing my kids around very nice. Well, Chris, thank you for sharing with our listeners today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to HII Talking Points. This podcast was produced by Huntington Ingalls Industries Corporate Communications Team. We welcome your feedback and ideas for future podcasts at www.huntingtoningles.com slash podcast.